What's up, guys? What's up? It's Rory. Thank you for being here. We've got an awesome episode for you today. We are continuing our intro series here where we are talking about the H, the E, the R, and the O. And today we are we are on the R. And we are going to be getting in touch with our feminine side today. We get real emotional. But before we get emotional, you need to stop everything that you're doing and you need to subscribe to the podcast. You need to leave a five-star review and you need to share this on social media. And I would also suggest calling all of your friends and telling them to go to roryspodcast.com and telling them to subscribe. That would be very useful. Just reminding you, we are doing a pretty cool giveaway, guys. We are giving away an $18,000 consulting package uh, where we will help you rebuild your sales process. If you're a service-based business, this is pretty cool. We'll help you build advertising campaigns, sales process, uh, teach you how to do it the right way and scale your business to the multiple seven-figure level. Um, that's what this package is designed to do is to get businesses to that level. So um, if that is interesting to you, leave that review, take a picture of the fact, you know, take a screenshot showing us that you have subscribed and left a review, and then send that to podcast at brandlabmedia.com and you might win. We're going we're gonna to give that away to someone. That'll be pretty cool. So um, let's jump in. Let's jump into talking about the R, the R in the HERO acronym. So might be my weakest trait in some ways, but also my strongest trait in some ways. But again, if, you, if, you are, if you've been following along in these last couple episodes, this, the, H, uh, the H and the E and the R and the O are, are it's an acronym. And the H is for the hunter or the huntress personality trait or archetype. Um, it's this this idea that you're a go-getter, that you're a killer, that you're a warrior, that you go out and you do what has to be done. You're a protector. You're a winner, right? You, 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 you go out and get it. The E is stands for emperor or empress, right? And you're a leader. You're a king or a queen. You're building an empire and leaving a legacy. And today we are talking about the R. So guys, even the most stoic, unemotional person among us has something that excites him or her. We, have, we all have a passionate and emotional side. For those of you that aren't all that emotional or passionate on a day-to-day basis, I want you to think about a time in your life, maybe when you fell in love or when you were smitten by a female or a male, whatever your uh, persuasion is, and you were obsessed with someone, you were just obsessed in love. Now, during this time, were you not far more willing to get out of your comfort zone in order to get this person's attention? You were intent on impressing this person, were you not? You wanted them to notice you. Were you not willing to stay up later? Were you not 
in fact, even more focused on your appearance than normal, right? You want to look good. You're checking over every detail of the way you looked to make sure you looked good. Maybe you even upgraded your wardrobe. Did you not pay more attention to your work or your craft or your hobby in order to make sure that you did it to the absolute best of your ability, right? Like I was a great, I was a really good basketball player. Right, and and, and I can think back at a time like this. I was already the best on my team, but I wanted to be even better. I wanted to be noticed, right? You know, maybe if you were an athlete, you were even more focused than usual on your sport in hopes that your excellence would be able to impress that person you had your eye on. And no, this is not a relationship podcast. This is not a, I'm not a dating coach. I am talking about a personality trait that is inside of everyone. It's an archetype. And this personality trait must be expressed if you are going to be a great leader or a great entrepreneur. If you are going to achieve your potential, you must cultivate this. If you're going to do anything worth doing, this same exact behavior that gets expressed in you when you're attracted to someone as a young man or a young woman, the same thing will drive you to be great at anything else in your life. And we are talking today about passion. And nobody embodied this and communicated this better, in my opinion, than Steve Jobs. I want to just I want to play this clip and let you hear it from his own words. People say you, you have to have a lot of passion for what you're doing, and it's totally true. And the reason is, uh, is because it's so hard that if you don't, any rational person would give up. It's really hard, and you have to do it over a sustained period of time. So if you don't love it, if you're not having fun doing it, and you don't really love it, uh, you're going to give up. And that's what happens to most people, actually. If you really look at, 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 at the ones that uh, ended up you know, being successful, unquote, in the eyes of society and the ones that didn't, oftentimes it, it's the ones that are successful loved what they did so they could persevere when, you know, when it got really tough. And, and the ones that, that didn't love it quit because they're sane, right? Who would want to put up with this stuff if you don't love it? So it's a lot of hard work, and, and it's a lot of worrying constantly. And... Uh, um, if you don't love it, you're going to fail. So you got to love it. you got to have passion. That passion that he's talking about is what we are articulating today with our HERO acronym and that R, which stands for the romantic. Romantic. Okay, so we are talking about that romantic tendency of falling in love and being passionate about everything that you do. If you're going to be great at anything, you are going to have to be romantic about it. You are going to have to be in love with it. You're going to have to be bordering on crazy. As Steve Jobs said in that, in that clip that we played, sane people would give up. You have to be insane. 
If you want to lead other people or you want other people to look at you as the best at what you do, or if you want to build a significant business, you better for sure be insane. You better be obsessed. You better be romantic about it. Because it is really, 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 really hard. If you want to have a great marriage, you better be insane because a sane person would give up. It's going to be really hard. If you want to be a great athlete, if you want to be world class at what you do, you better be insane because a sane person will give up. So entrepreneurs, leaders, great ones, Let's take a look at some principles and some strategies. And let's talk about how I personally, and I think that you can use this trait as well, you can use this strategy, but how I personally have taken this concept and, and tried to embody it in our business and how I, I want my organization to embody this concept of passion and and romanticism about our clients and our clients' outcomes and, and, and wanting the best for them and being passionate about it. In our business, we call this clients for life, okay? So most, most businesses, they have customers, right? And, and it's, that's a transactional relationship. But what we want is every single person to come to us as a client. And a client is a much deeper relationship. A client is much a deeper relationship than a customer. A client is someone who has, if you have a client, they, you have a fiduciary responsibility and an obligation to get them, get your client the best possible outcome. Okay. But not just a not just a client on a temporary basis. We want to have clients for life. We want our clients to look at us as the only possible solution that that they would tell their friends that if I it, like if you ever consider doing business with any anyone other than Brand Lab, which is my company, you are a fool. There is no other solution besides Brand Lab. That's our goal. That's the way we want to look at it. That that, the, that that our clients will come to us for the rest of their life and ask us for advice when it comes to our area of expertise. And the idea kind of animating this concept is basically that a client isn't just someone who pays you money, right? You're, we're partnering with them at an intimate level. And we're trusting one another deeply, and that relationship should go on forever. Okay? David Ogilvie, if you don't know David Ogilvie, you should. He is one of the, the all-time geniuses of advertising. Um, and he has a quote that is is pretty darn cool. I love this quote. He said, The customer isn't a moron. She is your wife. And he was really upset with how superficially businesses treated their customers. They were always looking for what's in it for me. How can we get more out of the customer? How can we 
How can we do this? How can we get what we want instead of helping the customer get what they want? The customer isn't a moron. She is your wife. And that is exactly how we should be approaching our clients and our team and the outcomes that we produce in our lives, whether or not we're entrepreneurs. This is no different if you're a family man or woman or uh, somebody who wants to be a rocket scientist or an athlete. You've got to be in love with what you're doing. So the first step in this process that we have, this strategy that we have in our business is is, is to fall deeply in love with your customer, with your client. But it's not just for business people, right? So if you're going to be the type of person or run the type of business or have the type of team that gets the outcome that you actually want, that has a higher level purpose and dream and, and, and vision, you're going to have to fall deeply and madly in love with your client, right? And, and, and if you watched The Last Dance or if you're a basketball fan, you're, you're super familiar with Michael Jordan. And Michael Jordan was said by many people, many people described this about him, that he had a deep, deep understanding and a deep, deep sense of responsibility and a moral obligation to the fans that were at his games, that he felt that he absolutely had to be at his best every single time he stepped out on the court. That he knew that there was probably a dozen kids in the stands every single day that instead of getting Christmas presents that year, they said that those those little 9- and, and 11-year-old kids told their parents, I don't want Christmas presents. I want to go to a Chicago Bulls game and see Michael Jordan play. And Michael knew that. He knew that. And he saw it as his duty to give every single ounce of everything that he had for those kids. Because he knew that was their only opportunity to ever see greatness. There's another really cool story. The late Kobe Bryant, who was an absolute hero of mine. Um... Mike Breen tells a story of a time when the Dream Team was in, or the, you know, the Redeem Team, I guess it must have been, but when they were in China for the Olympics, and Mike Breen had his USA basketball shirt on, and he caught a cab and was driving to uh, an arena somewhere or something like that, and so the the cab driver could see that um, he could see that Mike Breen was wearing USA basketball gear. And so he uh, he kept saying, he kind of was staring at him and he's, he, he eventually started, started saying, hey, like Kobe Bryant, Kobe Bryant. And Mike Breen said, yeah, yeah, I, yeah, Kobe Bryant. And they kind of started, in broken English, conversing back and forth with each other. 
He was able to communicate to the guy that he knows Kobe Bryant. And the cab driver in China pulled over the cab and began weeping for minutes simply because he had met somebody who knew Kobe Bryant. And I would encourage you, whether or not you like basketball, to go watch a video on YouTube or wherever you watch your videos that Kobe Bryant made where he talks about his muse, about how in love with basketball he was. And it's all the more powerful now that he's passed away. But that is what it takes to be great. And that is the kind of reaction you get from people when you achieve greatness. When you are romantically in love with what it is that you do and what your outcome is and what it is that you're going after. People weep when they see what you produce. It's incredibly inspiring. I would I, I would just suggest go watch the video where Kobe Bryant talks about his love of basketball. It's, uh, it won an Emmy. Or, uh, yeah, I think it was an Emmy. It won. It won some sort of film award. Um, but it was all consuming. That's the kind of passion you have to have in your life. So I want to tie this back. I want. To, I want to kind of bring this back into the realm of business, though. I, I can't express how many times I get questions like. From, from clients, like, like, how can I get people to trust me? How can I get more people to buy from me? How can I charge more money? How can I make more money? And the answer is always the same. Fall in love with your client and care about their outcome. Fall in love with your client. Be obsessed with getting them their outcome. How can I have a better marriage? Stop trying to have a better marriage and care more about your wife or your husband's truest, deepest desires. How can I grow an audience? Stop trying to grow an audience and care about what your audience cares about. Fall in love with your audience. Look, there's so much good tactical business advice out there right now but it doesn't actually help people because you don't have the basics correct. If you're fundamentally in love with yourself or your profession or your ego or your money, but not the person who's directly in front of you who you have an opportunity to help and a moral obligation to help them reach the highest possible level that they can to get them the best possible outcome that you can get them, but instead of doing that, you're problem solving for how to get what you want. Then you're never going to get that outcome that you want. More money, more people to buy from you, more people to trust you. It's never going to happen. 
When you become passionate about that, when you become passionate about the person in front of you, everything changes for you. It's like magic. We've talked about Steve Jobs already. Steve Jobs was so insane about the iPhone that he said he wanted people to lick the screen, right? Like, what the hell? He was in love with producing an outcome. He was in love with moving the world forward. You can go back and find clips of him and read stuff that he was saying as a young guy who was, who was young in his journey at Apple. And he was talking about how he truly believed that the computer was going to be the most important and life-changing device in the history of humanity. And he was obsessed with making sure that Apple made the best computers that they were at the forefront of that, and he was most importantly obsessed with doing it the right way so that everyone got the best possible result from the products he was producing rather than some cheapened result that was only concerned about profit or or lowering costs and, and doing it the cheap way. He wanted humanity to benefit. And that is what it's all about. That is how you create a culture. That is how you create a culture within your family. That's how you create a strong family. That is how you create a strong marriage. That is how you create a strong team. That is how you unite around a purpose. Guys, and I've talked about basketball. I've talked about MJ. I've talked about Kobe a little bit already. But the other night I watched a rerun. I was I was I was uh a couple weeks ago, it just had a big impression on me. I, I watched a couple episodes of The Last Dance. And the best parts of that entire documentary to me are the ones that sum up this R, this romantic idea, this passion for what you do, this passion for Going all in, the passion for the process, the passion for the all-consuming fire that you have to have in your belly, that you are willing to do whatever it takes. And in this documentary, in The Last Dance, a couple of the most powerful scenes to me are the scenes where Michael Jordan gets emotional and then Tim Grover, one of his closest confidants, gets emotional and the these are the only two times anyone gets emotional in those documentaries and they are getting emotional about the work they're getting emotional talking about how hard you have to work and how hard it is to do it to achieve what they achieved And it's such a powerful moment. And anyone who's ever gone all in on anything and stayed all in for an extended period of time, and I'm not talking about a month. I'm talking about a decade. Two decades. All in. You know. You know that feeling. I would I, I bet I, I don't I don't think there's a person in the world who's done that 
and there's not many, but I don't think there's a person in the world who's done that, who has gone all in, who can watch those scenes without crying. Just like there's very few men who can watch Rudy without crying. It speaks to something that exists in all of us. To be romantic and absolutely passionately in love with the person in front of you. And if you're a business owner, the person in front of you is the client. And if you're a family man or woman, the person in front of you is your spouse. And if you're a leader, the person in front of you is your team. For you entrepreneurs out there, it's, it's, it's everyone around you, man. Some of you know what I'm talking about. But guys, I hope you get romantic. I hope you get romantic about your customers. I hope you get romantic about bringing to humanity the gift that you have inside you. I hope you get romantic about being the best you can be. I hope you get romantic... about the process, about the process of growth, of failures, falling down and getting back up. I sure hope you do. Guys, I'm going to wrap it up. Hope this was a good one for you. I hope it inspires you. This isn't meant to be a motivational podcast, but I do hope this inspires you. All right? Please subscribe. Share the podcast with your friends. Leave a review. Submit that review if you want in on our consulting package. Podcast at brandlabmedia.com. I'll talk to you guys next time. Thanks. Thanks.